It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, foot loose. No, kidding. It sounded sound like, like it, though. Quarter <laughs> to six. Uh, we got Boomer and Gio coming up in a couple of minutes on this football Friday. What else? So yesterday, Jerry, um, you played this, I believe, in your final update of the day, your 930 update. Yeah. Carissa Thompson was oh, yeah. on uh, the part in uh, my take. Mm-hmm. And on there, she revealed, which she said she had revealed previously, that uh, she would sometimes have to make up uh, sideline reports yeah. uh, because she didn't have time to talk to the coach or the coach didn't give her time or whatever reason. So she made up some sort of report that wouldn't stand out. Just a, hey, uh, she would look down at the stats and coach see pick. that that uh, they didn't convert on third downs. And yeah. so she would say, oh, uh, the coach said we need to do a better job of converting on third downs. Well, she was attacked by sideline reporters yesterday. Really? Via social media. They were like colleagues? Colleagues, Jerry. No kidding. They must not like her. Multiple people spoke out, Jerry. Molly McGrath of ESPN, Tracy Wolfson of CBS, Catherine Tappan of NBC, her own uh, colleague, Laura Oakman Mm -hmm. of Fox. I saw... uh, Like, what kind of responses were they giving? This is unethical. We don't do this. This isn't what we do. We, if you don't have time... Michelle Tafoya said, if you don't have time or the coach doesn't give you any any information, that's what you report. The coach didn't talk to me. That you are not... They were... Wow. Very angry. I I didn't see any of that? Yeah, I saw a lot of it on uh, social media. I I went looking for it. That's why when I presented it, it was kind of like, and I, you know, I I said to Boomer, because he's obviously been in the broadcast booth for years and years and years, like, what do you make of this? Like, to me, okay, to me, those reports are useless, honestly. Well, I think that's part of of why these uh, other sideline reporters were upset, because a lot of us say, what is the point of these things? They don't give us any no. information. No, to me, a sideline reporter is very relevant when there is an injury, when there is something on the sideline that's going on that you can get as close as anybody to. I think there's value in the job. It's those have to... Like, I've done those. A, they're awkward to do. B, the coach doesn't want to do it. And C, he just wants to get the hell out of the way. They're useless. They're not. There's nothing... Right. Like you tell me the last time you saw a a, ha- a halftime reporter that gave you something you were like wow yeah no now scrum on the sideline two guys getting into it like I even think Sunday with the giant thing and I again I was doing the Compass Media Networks broadcast so I don't know but there was they I think they did go down to Aaron Andrews after the stuff with Sterling Shepard and was it Slate I forget who Slayton, it was, was yeah. Darius Slate Slayton. And I'm sure she provided some insight being there. That's valuable. The other stuff to me, eh, it's fluff. Yeah, I think what happens, though, is like they they force a certain number of interactions mm-hmm. a game so that they're not just going to the sideline reporter when 
something is relevant. They're sure. just they're like, oh, this is where we throw to the sideline well, reporter. You are paying them for something, right? And it's it's the same thing. I feel like we're doing now with these referees that are on staff. Now they're like Gene Sturator. What did you see? He saw what we all just saw. <laughs> Occasionally, there's something where he goes, you know what? It's not enough to overturn, sure. and they, they give you something. or they can help clarify a rule, right? But it's like. They're going to them immediately mm-hmm. upon a review, like mm-hmm. even if we don't need their opinion. Right. Like Burkhart and Olsen have already explained it 17 yes. times, and then you know the producers in Kevin's ear saying, go to Gene, go to Gene, go to Gene, go to Gene. Gene, what did you say? I love sometimes you could tell they're not interested in going. To, like Jim Nance would just be like, Gene, what did you say? <laughs> what, what we, you, let me guess, what we saw? Yes. Yeah, I don't think he said that yet, <laughs> but he might. That'd be great. What did you – who uh, – CBS says Gene Steratore. Pereira's one. Pereira's well, on Fox. I think he had surgery. I think he's been – has he oh, been he's doing out. games? Mike Carey was one for a while. Yeah, not anymore. I don't that think he's been doing it anymore. Gene, what did you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I – again, So, do I think it's a great look to sit there and say you made up? No. Yeah. But I also don't think it's the worst thing in the world. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But I, I, I think they they were upset because they're already looked at like, ah, eh, you don't really I agree with give that. us information. So now they're mad. I do agree with that. And I would also think that they've been attacked. Yeah. Yes. No, you must do this too. Right. When was right, the last right, time right. you lied to us? So they yes. probably were under attack as well. Oh, yeah. But I saw somebody saying, uh, you know, a colleague saying, I hope she's not on the sidelines for tonight's Thursday night game. She shouldn't be out there any longer. Does she again? I haven't watched a Thursday night game. I, I know she does pregame, postgame, yeah. halftime. She do, does she do sidelines? I, I don't think she does. I don't know. Isn't it? Um, I thought it was Christina Pink. She was the one that got the report from um, from Saquon Barkley. Remember when they were in San Francisco? That's a great name, Christina Pink. You like that name, Mister Pink? You'll, well, you'll be Mister Pink or Miss. Why well, you? Yeah, you'd be the type to take her name. Also, how about this though, Jerry? I, if we have a moment here, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, came up the other day. Carlos Mendoza meets the media. Yeah. He says, I can't wait to get into deep conversations with Gary, Keith, and Ron. Mm-hmm. Sounded like he was reading it. Well, it no, more so it looked like it. it. looked like he was yeah. reading it. Gio thought perhaps this was a written for him, taking a shot at Gary, Keith, and Ron for not going down to the locker rooms. Uh, uh, that Mr. Howie Rose took to Twitter yesterday saying that uh, Gary Cohen's in the Mets locker room every single game. Yeah. He's claiming fake news. Listen, I can't speak for Gio. He'll speak for himself in about yeah. oh, eight minutes or eight so. Eight minutes he'll be here. Like I was saying to him, I do remember when Buck got the job, I remember them asking about Keith coming down and helping and being present and being around, and yeah. Buck was all for it. I don't think that was the case with Miguel Rojas. I have no – I'm not at games. I don't know what goes on with the broadcasters. Um, but I do remember the Hernandez thing. So. I actually prefer my broadcasters and talk show hosts not to interact with the athletes because that hard way they, to do. That way, they could be meaner to them. But it's hard. You don't have to face them face to face. You're traveling with them. You're oh, in the same yeah, hotels with them. It's a hundred and sixty-two games. <laughs> I know that is a tough one, Jerry. You're going to interact. <laughs> yeah, you just have to. There's no way. Or you probably eat with them a lot of times. <sighs> 
Look, it's so hard. Well, that's what we have columnists and talk show hosts for. Yeah, they, you they know, can rip you're right. new ones. You're right. The talk show hosts. That's why I like. I don't like when my talk show hosts interact with teams. Because mm-hmm. I don't like them to be. Not, I don't want. The, I want them to be able to be. There is a critical. sense, but there you can be critical, but there's still a sense of being around and having good information. I mean, I think it can be both. Yeah, it can be. Joe was like Joe was at every game every night, and Joe would rip these guys to shreds. <laughs> Didn't care. Take a quick break. Five fifty three. We come back. Boomer and Geo right now. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on the AFC North. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, you got uh, about thirty seconds or so. All right. What else? What do you think is a crazier house to live in, Jerry? I'm going to give you two options here. The Philip Rivers house, they just welcomed this their is nuts. 10th. I mean, good for them, but good Lord. 10th child. Yeah, that's going to be chaotic. Or Mitchell Robinson of the Knicks, who revealed he has 19 dogs. Does he have help with the dogs? Probably. Yeah, I, I, they're both nuts. I mean, 19 dogs, The only difference is you don't have to go to games, recitals, plays for the dogs. Right, they don't have that. The kids, that's going to be nonstop. Now he just had another kid, so he's looking at 2023, 2041. WFAN, WFAN-FM, WFAN-FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.